on this 10-week anniversary of the Uninteresting Car Show, we talk about wagons, some future plans with the show and the channels we're doing and media in general, the Mitsubishi Mirage, we look at some great car marketing in these uh, old Hyundai brochures I have, car colors, and that's about it. Stay tuned. <laughs> Enjoy. Jag åkte ner till Stockholm och då fick jag se Glänsande Porschar och BMW Men jag har en kärra som är bättre än då det är en Volvo 142 No, Virgil Synapse is garbage It's bad, like I, they... I don't know, I... Oh, dude, I, I don't know why I've, like... I've had, I had one experience that was especially bad Yeah Where it was like It required me to like sign in, right? And when you right. and you sign in, and then all of your shit is stored online. Great idea, right? But I had so it, it would automatically sign you in when you you know when you start up your computer because it automatically starts, yeah. starts up. And then fucking so mine does. Somehow my account got like fucked up with Razor's thing, and you can't delete your account. And so every time I'd log in. I think the synapse would crash or some weird really yeah. weird shit would happen and I had to create a new account and I like I named it like I hate razor at gmail.com or something and that's literally that's I just use it to sign into my synapse <laughs> account because my old email it doesn't work I had to create a new account it was so weird they <clears throat> here's what I'll say about razor uh-huh. product like most of them not all of them but I like the laptop fit and finish on this second I'd say only to like some MacBooks, you know okay programming ass yeah. I signed it. Whenever Synapse, because of the way they set up this computer, whenever Synapse crashes, all of the secondary functions on my buttons on my keyboard stop working. <laughs> because of the way, it's it's not like a second system thing that they just add to like the install. It runs through Synapse. So That's if I want to so like do weird. keyboard brightness, they I have, have to wait for the application to start up before I can like mute audio without doing it manually. That is pretty bizarre. I wouldn't expect yeah. them to run their laptop stuff through synapse i didn't i like i didn't realize how integral it was to the pc the other thing is like well the thing like the the keyboard brightness works here on my laptop just like it always works it yeah. works if you're like in bios i think it just it's like a hardware thing no not it's like here. a software thing in yes Synapse. the other thing and also i don't know if i ever told you but like look at your semicolon key okay it's the semicolon on the bottom yeah and then the other one on the top yeah all of the function keys like that on this laptop are reversed. <laughs> and it's not programmed I mean, into the system to recognize that. That's just, just their style of doing it's, it. It's You know why they did that? Why? It's because uh, Razer backlit keyboards. They, yeah. The switches that they would use, you, if you place them right side up, the LED is on the bottom. And if you want to light up the actual key because they have that clear part that's yeah. the actual that, that uh, that's the letter you, then you have to put that letter on the bottom and then it'll light up so they put all their letters on the bottom because of the, their backlit keyboards they didn't realize you can just put the switch upside down and then the lights on the top and it doesn't matter you just have to change up your wiring but it'll... because the function keys don't light up is that what you mean yeah so they want to light up like the actual well, the letters. thing is on this one they change that everything lights up yeah, I don't. I think and the key and the, the letters. The though. letters are on the top though now. Yeah, but Wait, you're right. The fu Hold on. Whoa! What? Yeah, I've never shown you this. I don't think, but it. 
That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. That's the thing. I, I thought of that because I knew their old laptop keyboards were different. And I was yeah. like, that makes sense. You want to like light the opposite. But it's like they didn't... It's like they just have a guy shows up on like Tuesday and goes, <laughs> that'll be good for it to put there. And the thing is, it's not like the keys are upside down. Mm-hmm. They just did that. And yeah, you have to push... Yeah, on the top? Yeah. It's weird. And then also this thing where the there's a... Uh, the shift button is on the right side of the arrow key. Mm-hmm. Not an issue anymore, but I used to always go up a line oh, I when I was typing. Yeah, I only use fine. my left shift because I'm. I'm yeah, we've had this conversation. I only use the right one though. I, I, think. I don't. I don't know if any of this is going to make it into the podcast, but if it does, welcome to the uninteresting computer segment of the uninteresting card podcast. Welcome to the tenth episode. That means we're finished. This is the last yeah. one. This is. No, are we going to do a face reveal this time? I don't know how we're gonna do that on audio. I think I need a haircut. You know the album, the you know how you can put in like the 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 art for like each individual yeah. episode. This time it'll have our faces on. It should be the photo of me in the cowl outfit from when I was a That'd child. Be really or the funny. Dalmatian thing. Yes. yes. So this is not <laughs> car related at all, but we're just gonna start this way. We're gonna start changing up the format a little bit, but anyway, um, there's a my mother has been sending me as she's bored at their household during quarantine. This is so gonna. I, we were talking about this earlier. This kind of talk is so gonna date this episode. Any of them? Oh yeah, it's uh, which is gonna be great to listen back to. And you go, oh, that's right. Like well, saying so many in a year things have time. been dated. People, people have like, just like they don't care. You know? No, I, mean? I know. They don't yeah. care that it's being dated. I just thought about that. But it's just gonna be back. so weird because you're gonna have this chunk of media that was created during yeah. the quarantine era, and it's gonna be watched back on, and they're gonna be like, huh? Well, we know exactly when this came out, and it's weird that they mention it all the time. Yeah. But that was just what life was, you know. <laughs> Historians are gonna be great, especially in like years' time. Anyway, I digress. But anyway, my mother's <laughs> been going through photo albums, and you know, because um, I was born in the '90s, at, so was David. Like our photos are some of the last ones as babies that are gonna be taken on film, you know. Mm-hmm. But she has photo albums, and what she does is she'll take a photo of it, you know, crop and send it to me on her phone. But the images are so scuffed and like kind of like weird just like looking because of the flash and it's so yeah. like dark in the back but there's a photo of me dressed as a dalmatian i was like probably like five or something okay excuse me dressed as a dalmatian in a costume and it's just a photo of me on all fours and it just it's the weirdest thing ever like as a baby photo it'd be fine but you look at that and you go that is creepy and he knew from that point on he was a furry i'm not a fucking furry <laughs> That's a great photo that you sent it to me. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to use this for, but that's definitely, like, that's going to my camera roll. It's right going to come back to haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you should put it as a, like, Steam profile photo. I might do that. That'd be really funny. You know, because I still have that memory. Because I'm, you know, the thing in the photo... You remember that? Well, no, no, no. But I'm saying the thing in the photo is still alive. It's me. Unlike okay. your Miata. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my Steam profile photo is my old Miata <laughs> that I sent into the back of a of a Honda Odyssey. Yes. Yeah. That's the lowest blow I could come up with for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, call me furry. Me. Fuck your Miata. Fuck Rip. my Miata, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, good intro. Yeah. I have some car news on this. Uh, we, we're doing a car podcast. I don't know. We have car news now. Mm-hmm. Very good thing. Um, a couple things. Actually, do stay tuned because uh, we're trying a new kind of format out. It'll, it'll either go alongside this or 
um, you know, kind of replace this in a way. But we're we're gonna we're gonna start doing some stuff here in the future where um, we're gonna actually be on video in a car. In, in a, a car. Yeah, in a car. Could you imagine something very flash? I don't know if I've ever been inside of a car. Before. I haven't either. I've only looked at them. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna be in a very very posh. Volkswagen. I, either way, if it's my car or my mother's or my father's, it's going to be a white VW. But you know, they've got pa- my parents. My parents, because they're adults, can afford proper cars, so they have like panels on roofs, so for camera stuff, it's good. But anyway, uh, we'll probably be doing some kind of car podcast, car spotting things. We're going to start having guests. Yes. Uh, soon, of uh, varying degrees of like car knowledge or none, which will be cool. Mm-hmm. I guarantee we get Jacob on here. It'd be history related still, but that could be cool too I still really maybe he has some interesting history about like autom- I don't know if he knows about automotive history but like that like first automotive history the thing is it's like, like the transition from horses to cars actually, I wonder if he yeah. knows anything about that because I'm like he's very well versed in history but the thing is it's like to me if you're a history major a lot of your history kind of takes before takes place before 1900 I really don't know I think it's I where you focus either. I think he he's focused on a Gosh, she's gonna hate me if I get this wrong. Latin American history? I believe that's that's what he needs. Yeah, oh, that'd be interesting nonetheless. But anyway, okay, so curse. getting back to it. Curse, curse. Cars, 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 cars. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we will have we'll begin doing some guests and stuff. More automation videos are coming. Apologies, I had to drop a few classes, so uh, well, I'm just in it for the long run. But don't worry about it. Uh, so we'll be getting some of that back on schedule uh, as we go along. But anyway, I've got a bit of car news. Ford. Nice. A car company. <laughs> they so make cars. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, anyway, an American car company, nonetheless. They uh, So you know the Fusion, which has kind of been yeah. their bread and butter for a really long time. Like, they actually haven't come out with a new one. They just keep, like, facelifting it, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. But that car, it's the Mondeo, if you're listening in the UK. Other names are available, whatever they're called. But um, in the US, the only one we get is the four-door sedan. So I know there's, like, a four-door liftback, and then there's mm. a four-door, like, estate wagon variant. And they all look really good. Like, I think it's back? a... Huh? There's a liftback? Liftback's like a stinger. The oh, window and does, trunk. Does it, like, does it, like, come down like a fastback kind of looking? No, thing? it looks almost identical in the photos. Really? But it's a little... You can kind of tell. That's more... Yeah, look it up, uh, I, you know, I'll while you're over there. But I was going to say, uh, we don't really get those kind of cars in the U.S. We've got, like, the Buick Regal, which I think is a pretty cool car that has it. The stinger. I think that's really it. Like, as far as C's over here. But... Um, what they're doing is because, you know, in the U.S., they're axing all their car production. Mm. They're keeping the Fusion. But. But. Wow, that was a close call. But. <laughs> <laughs> instead of a sedan, it's going to come back as a lifted estate car. Okay. Now then, I don't know if you've seen it. would be like, you know, um, like that Audi Allroad, the mm. Volkswagen Alf all-track golf which yeah, is like yeah, my yeah. father's car but lifted a little bit yeah which i think is funny because i understand it's like it's in a way bridging the gap between the crossover and a wagon because wagon's really just a car yes no estate wagon variant whatever you want to call it it's just a car chassis uh-huh. so they can still use it um so my parents growing up they, they were kind of talking like oh um these wagons because i remember you know they used to have the big ones like the caprice and so on and yeah. everyone had one is they went out of fashion because nowadays like you remember how the minivan was really popular yeah. And then it was like, oh, you don't want to be seen driving a minivan. So yeah, now and everybody has SUVs thing. and crossovers. Yeah, same kind of thing with a wagon. Would you not say that we've come full circle? Or are going we're on the way back? To the we're, wagon? We're in the U.S., an estate car is cool again. I've always liked them if they look good, <sighs> I don't, but... I don't think people like them. 
I don't think people in the U.S. like them yet. I don't know why, because yeah. I think they look better than crossovers. They, I think they serve the same purpose as a crossover, kind yes. of. They're just like a little more space. Yeah. Maybe it's a little taller. I don't know. Mostly not. Mostly not. Know. Better chassis, lower, less fuel, lighter, cheaper, faster. Just, yeah. Better I looking. I think it's because there was such a awful era in the U.S. of like, wood panel oh my god like yes. just shitty you know cars that we we just don't want to go back to that and while the rest of the world i feel like they didn't have that as much and so they, they don't it's not that sticky yeah. right but the thing is that was so long ago people are going to start forgetting and the old, old people who saw that and got to experience those shitty cars i think will start forgetting but the thing is my girlfriend she doesn't like the hatchback ber- version or a wagon version of you know the fiesta or the focus yeah because she bought the sedan focus yeah Yeah, and i think the the wagon focus if you want to call it i don't know where do you bridge we don't don't have it here and they do have a wagon focus what's the difference between the wagon focus and the hatchback focus the difference between my dad's car and mine okay about three feet okay (laughs) that's really all it is i guess but she didn't like that and it's like i'm not sure if that's just her or if we kind of don't like things that don't like go down and then you, you I know, know it I mean? was a thing we in the like, past we only like sedan shapes so the thing yeah. is the crossover shape it's not a sedan shape it's not but, but I think it's okay because like it's lifted yeah you know what I mean? and the other thing I've noticed is I remember um, I remember who I was talking to or whatever I was looking at um, a used Audi A3 okay which I think they made I don't remember what uh, you know mark body style it is whatever golf it was based on but it was a hatchback and it was a hatchback for a long time and then they stopped making it for a few years when they mm. brought it back to the u.s yeah they made a special sedan version only for the sale in the u.s market probably china mm. too like the long okay. wheelbase one yeah, but yeah. it's it's for sale here only and i asked someone who was older than me like a real adult and mm-hmm. <laughs> um like i think they were like a millennial they were you know gen x or millennial or something and they, they said the reason they liked it better than the other one is because it's more secure than a hatchback and I've heard that and read that before on the internet because More it's secure. like you can't look into it. You can't just break a window to get into it, which I understand. So, but to get into a sedan, to get into the luggage, the carrying oh. space. Okay. Which I, I understand, mean, like that kind of makes sense. But the thing is, I don't think everyone holds that in high regard. So I'm not, I'm not really sure what that is. And the other, I don't, I don't know if people care that much. I don't either because the other thing I noticed is uh, there's a friend of mine who's like I've known her for like since we were kids and she, she's known like all the cars I've been, been through you know like high school or whatever like we went to school together mm-hmm. and um, she I said something because she she bought an Elantra and I was yeah. like well why don't you get the GT just because I think it's a little bit nicer looking yeah um, and she's like oh I don't I don't really like it like I don't like hatchbacks and okay. then I bought my Golf. And then um, I met up with her like somewhat recently, like after I had bought it, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a hatchback, and I don't like those." She goes, "No, I like golfs," mm-hmm. and she said it by name. And I've had that experience with someone else. I can't remember mm-hmm. who it was. It was someone around here, and they were like, "Oh no, I don't like hatchbacks, but I like that one." And I don't know what's different about my Maybe car. Maybe it's when they see a hatchback, they think golf, and they think it's like the. Do you think that golf image is just what they think of when they see a hatchback and they can't accept any other car being a hatchback that's not a golf? That's me. But That'd be no. weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I, I, it's surprising to me that that's a thing because she has no interest in cars. Okay. Yeah. But she knew that it was a golf. And I didn't think that the golf, I know it's a very iconic car, especially yeah. overseas. Yeah. I know everyone in Europe loves them. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they know a lot about them because VW's, you know, a big powerhouse over there. But it's like, I'm, I didn't know that that was like an American thing. I didn't think that was in the mindset of an your average American that much. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know in my family, being uh, from that area, yeah. they, they love golfs as well. Yeah. The golf is like the standard car. People love golfs there. Yeah. Even um, the Fiat I showed up near dad was like, he was somewhat interested in it. Yeah, he was yeah. covered in stickers and he was like, hey, what, you, what kind of mileage you get in that? And I was like, eh, it's okay. Like, <laughs> You're really curious about mileage. Then, I know. And that thing was like, that car was great. It was completely unrelated because I, I drove that thing as hard as I could yeah. all the time. I never got it below 29 average. That's insane. For a petrol car, that's pretty good. That is great. The About the breaking in thing, I don't get that because the people buying new cars, right? Yeah. Who they're like marketing them to yeah the people buying that are probably not living in like kind of bad sketchy neighborhoods yeah. where that kind of thing would happen yeah and so i don't see why that would be a thing you know what i mean yeah and I, i've never because if you're really concerned that. about people breaking in you know to your car you're probably buying a car that's at like a lower yeah and i've heard class, that people right? get like uh well you know i drive to work i work at this place but i don't live in a good neighborhood so in the time that i you know before i can move i'll get like a 10 year old piece of shit Who yeah, cares? yeah. And they, they'll just park on the street, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's just a thing that I've heard from, like, I, you know, two people. And I was like, oh, I guess this is all the U.S. Or it's just those two people. So I'm not really sure, like, where that lies. But I just thought that was an interesting thing. However, on a side note, even though it is a, a lifted, quote-unquote, by, like, an inch wagon, mm-hmm. it's pretty good looking. Mm-hmm. I have a photo. It basically looks like the current one. Yeah. The current estate version of the Mondeo and slash Fusion. But I think, I think it's a good-looking car. I think it'll look good in their lineup because it's kind of cool seeing that kind of stuff because it's almost like, not like we've come full circle necessarily, but like they're kind of introducing that to the market. And I've seen a lot more hatchbacks too that I, look like good. That. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's a better looking car. It's a more practical car. Like being in school, I couldn't move a piano in my Genesis. Mm-hmm. I understand that's a completely different car, but it's like I could, I don't know, I couldn't fit it in a Jetta. Like yeah. the, I can fit in my Golf. Mm. And I understand why people like I really like mine. It's one of the few cars that I'm like, yeah, I want to keep this. I got to thinking, like, you know, I, I think I think, I think think owning two cars is the way to go yes. for a lot of things. Because you don't have to sacrifice on either one. Yeah. And it's like, I was never that big of a truck guy, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have your regular, if you have, like, your fun car, that's yeah. like a sports car, like, what would my ideal, like, daily be? And I think... A thing that it would be nice to have, as well as fuel economy and kind of being comfortable, yeah. would be to carry some stuff around. Because occasionally you need to do that, right? Yeah. And it's like, what's best at doing that? Probably, you know, like uh, estate cars, like uh, wagons and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know, hatchbacks are okay if they're larger. Um, and then, like, trucks and SUVs. But, like, I that's why I really like small trucks, because I feel like you can get a fuel economy. If you get a pretty nice fuel economy rating for smaller trucks yeah if they were made nicely they could be nice to be inside and then you could also occasionally run some stuff around and it'd be good for that yeah and that's the problem with the industry because we've talked about that i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast but we mentioned this david and i it's like there are no small trucks anymore yeah there's mid-sized trucks but like my dad loved i might have said this before he loved the old ranger the original one that they made forever and really just kind of did facelifts on it and then mm-hmm. um they axed it in 2011. The new one came out uh, quite recently, and we had like a 98 real old Silverado that, I mean, it was beat to hell, but like if you needed to carry something, it was good. And he was driving next to one in that truck, and he was like, This is a big truck. Mm-hmm. I don't want one of those because it's the same size. Yeah. And I was like, At the time, I was like, No, it's not. Like, it's smaller. It's pretty close. Like, I mean, cars have all grown. 
Yeah. Like, the golf outside that I have is nowhere near the size of the one from the 70s, obviously. It's, just, it's weird, because, like, people in the U.S. drive SUVs, and they drive, like, larger cars now, because I feel like one of the reasons is because fuel is so cheap. Yes. And it's like, I feel like we'd start seeing cars that we like more if fuel is more expensive. Yeah. But it's like, I don't want fuel to be more expensive no, either. No, because I, I, mean? want, I want something quick. That's the exactly, other thing, like, yeah. having that car now. I mean, diesel's more. diesel's about the same price. In Texas, where we live, it's North Texas, DFW, where we live, I don't know, it, different around the world, I know, different around the U.S. even, but uh, diesel's about the same price as premium, like mm-hmm. premium petrol, 90, yeah. 93, I don't buy it anymore, I think it's 93 rating how we do it here in the U.S., but um, it's, now it's, I saw it the other day, it was like one ninety nine. it's mm. normally like $3. Ooh. And I mean, that's great, because, I mean, uh, the nice thing is like, yes, the nice thing I was about to say the nice thing about this somewhat recession we're having whatever but like the nice thing is gas didn't shoot up like it did in 2008 I know that's for a number of reasons across overseas that kind of happened before I get it but seeing that I was driving by it the other day and I was like oh I could go for a CVPI right now just because it'd be (laughs) cool and cheap and then I was like but as soon as that kicks back up I'm screwed yeah and again the, the Genesis the Genesis did like 200 miles a tank same size tank as the golf and it was the same amount of money to fill it yeah this thing doing 450 miles with like not efficient driving is great no this is just the fuel economy part of it but yeah i don't know it's just like it's you're right about that because especially now people are going to buy cars that are big uh, the gas prices aren't going to stay and then that's what i always wondered why the american companies like i know we're buying them all because gas is cheap it's cheap in the U.S. in general compared to the rest of the world, but you know eventually it will go back up. So, I know in 2008 people with like Hummers and stuff like that, for instance, where they do like single, barely double digits. They all had to get rid of them. So I don't know if something like that's going to happen again. But hey, yeah. in the meantime, it's cheap. I don't know what that looks like for GM and Ford not selling cars here. They've already lost market share, and just in general because all the people I've said this before. I've said this a thousand times. All the people buying the Focuses and Cruises and stuff they like, they want that kind of car. That's what they bought. Instead of coming back to get a newer one or do whatever. Like when I worked at the dealership, a guy had same Focus uh, your girlfriend had, but mm-hmm. she had uh, he had the the earlier pre facelift. He drove it for like three years, came back in, bought the same exact car, and yeah. drove it off the lot because he likes it. Obviously, he wants another one. What is he going to do now? He's going to go to Honda, you know, Nissan. What's the other one? Toyota. <laughs> What's the other one? Hyundai. The Kia. biggest one of the. Three. He's gonna go to one of the other manufacturers, even Volkswagen. Like they, yeah. that's what they do. That's Still what works in their the country. Market. I mean, I don't know. That so would be someone like, calculated it somewhere in that company that was like, it doesn't make sense for us to make it. I don't know how far they calculated into the future if they considered this, considered that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't say. I I wonder if it's also like a fashion thing. I wonder if it's been. If it's yeah. kind of like cooler to have or seen as more premium to have like a crossover SUV type of thing than yeah. it is to have a sedan. I get that. I could see that. Yeah. Because I mean, Cause typically. To me, a sedan is, speaks more of luxury than another, like an SUV or a crossover. I think it depends. Because it's like if you're looking at a Ford Focus, which at the end of the day is a smaller, it's a cheaper car. Yeah. Um, even if you get the plussed up version compared to like, like a top trim Focus. Uh, platinum or whatever they call it mm-hmm. sel compared to the equivalent escape okay yeah i think in that context i could see like yeah the escape looks more expensive mm-hmm. or it, it appears to be you know it's like oh i've got an suv but i don't know if that's yeah. a mindset that doesn't really exist it doesn't really mean anything to me like you know driving around i'm like yeah, my golf's good mm-hmm. my mother's a teague one 
I don't really want a Tiguan. I'd rather have my dad's car if it yeah. were that kind of thing, like one of the newer ones, you know, yeah, a, yeah. a golf wagon. Again, a golf wagon, I think it's a size thing. I just stopped myself mid-thought there, but I think it's a size thing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like, normally in the mindset, smaller cars are cheaper to buy. Yeah. So normally cheaper down trim. But the thing is, you get heated seats in the back of a Kia Soul now. Yeah. And, like, full big-ass navigation screens with your car playing everything. And it's a very nice place to sit. Mm-hmm. You can buy the cheap one, you can buy the base model, but like, if you buy the nice one, I think it's smart on the people doing it because a massive savings for a pretty nice car. I I don't know where I'm, I'm we're trying to go with this. I don't know. Either. I'm just saying like I think I think it's one of those things where it's like it could be a class thing where it's like mm, yes I've got an SUV, mm-hmm. but the thing is to me I I only see that whenever you've got an Expedition or like a Yukon or. Yeah. Okay, Yukon, uh, Suburban, et al., all those chassis, your truck-based ones, because those start at 50K, mm-hmm. starting at. Yeah. Uh, the interior's crap. Like, you know what I mean? You get no yeah, options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I can understand, because you look at that, and then even then you go, well, I'd rather have a Lincoln. That's like double the price. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's this weird thing back and forth. But We were talking about this. Yeah. I think you're about to transition to the same thing. Go ahead. But, yes, the if you had to buy an SUV... What would you? This get? is not what I was going to talk about. You were not going to talk. No, about I wasn't. This. Okay, I totally forgot. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so I was thinking about this, and I don't really look at SUVs that much, so I don't know exactly. I don't either. For some reason, my gut pulls me toward a Forerunner. Those are actually pretty good. The I don't new know. one, they're it's they're like, kind of they're a little old. Yeah. Like tech wise, my old roommate had one when I was in Austin, and he. Uh, I drove it one time, and it's one of those things where we're really nitpicking here, but, you know, it's a modern car that they're still making brand new now. doesn't have keyless go, mm. you know, doesn't have, um, you know, a modern navigation screen. Yeah. Uh, still has di- uh, analog gauges with a real monochrome kind of cheap-looking display, like all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, even a... What's the other one they make? A RAV4 has? That yeah. has more kit than the Forerunner. So, yeah. like, on that note, meh. But... They do make the TRD one. It looks pretty cool, and it can actually know. be used. I like it. I don't know why. I, I just like I like the look of them. I like how they've aged throughout the years. I don't know. They they, they have a good following too. Yeah, they do. They really and SUV. Because I was gonna say, I'll be, all right, if I were to buy an SUV, money not being an option to be a Rolls Royce Cullinan because well, I like I the Cullinan. Everybody. Would. I think everyone would too. I'm trying to think though. Like bringing it back, I was sitting here thinking. Um, Volkswagen, it's it's a crossover. Mm-hmm. They don't sell it here, so it wouldn't really count here. But they are starting to do fast Tiguans. Yeah, they're doing like a GTI one that's supposed to come out. I think it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a lower car, you know, or an R Tiguan, whatever they're doing. That that'd be cool. However, stuff that is sold here, honestly, like um, the AT4 Denali that just came out, mm-hmm. which is basically uh, GM's. Or GMC's version of Chevy's version of the Tahoe, so the shorter one, yeah, with uh, the Z71 package, but like times ten, and it's the luxury version. Okay. So it's like I don't know. I like the Denali's a little bit more than Cadillacs. Okay. Yeah. I just think they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're expensive though. It's a very expensive car, yeah, like yeah. we were saying. And that's actually not what I was going to transition into. I was going to transition into like small cars because we were on that. So you're okay. wrong. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay. No. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Um, no, but I was thinking, um, I was looking at small car, I was just dicking around on like cars.com recently, and I was looking at the Kia Stinger, which mm-hmm. I've coveted forever. Yeah. But again, value for money, a second hand, about the same age, uh, CTSV is faster, cheaper, you can get a coupe, you can get a manual, way more power, looks better, is nice. You know, on the whole, I think I'd go with one of those if I were actually like, using money. 
Um, Wait, then again, secondhand everything's always gonna compare like better. Yeah, but that's, I'm not gonna buy a new car ever. Yeah. Like, really, there's no, unless I want to do some kind of paint to sample thing where they charge you X amount of money and you can get a colored lime green. I would have to be very wealthy for me to consider buying a new car. Any new car, though. Like, even for me, if it's like a Kia Forte, Mm -hmm. I go, hmm, say about six grand. You know, it's just like, it's a car, it's got a warranty, it'll be fine. <clears throat> and actually, speaking of the Kia Forte, because I was looking at the Stinger, they have a version now, it's called the Kia Forte GT. And Hyundai has their version, uh, it's like the Elantra GT. Um, I think Elantra, uh, Hyundai's version is the hatchback. But basically what they are is Korea's answer to like the Civic Si and GTI. Yeah. So they make a little bit less power, it's about mm-hmm. 200 horsepower, I think the GTI is up to like 225, and the Si is somewhere in there too, it might be 235, something like that. So they're they're mm-hmm. all kind of like really up trim versions like interior wise are a lot nicer than you know like the base models yeah but they're uh you get a manual uh kia doesn't do an lsd um i think honda does and you know okay. uh, uh, vw does but i was looking at that and if you look at that and put it next to a stinger it's just like a smaller version and i was yeah. sitting there thinking i was like if i were to buy like a car like that i was like i don't know where you'd go wrong with that it's front wheel drive stinger, it's gonna yeah. i just really like it is really the only reason i wanted to bring it up i just think it's a cool looking car because it mm. looks really premium and i saw one today actually this morning when i went to pick up uh, my mother's car and i was like it's a good looking car would they i buy are, one are. though over the stinger is a hard sell it depends on a million things like money but the you know whatever that's really the main thing gas prices whatever you want to do with it but i mean it's equally as reliable you get the same options um it's a little sedan that's kind of what we were talking about it's it's a good-looking car, and mm-hmm. then if you wanted the hatchback version, kind of your Korean GTI, go get a uh, the Hyundai Elantra because it's also a really nice car. Because yeah. whenever they do the sport versions of it, they're only more premium and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I think they start. I mean, like a GTI. Excuse me. I think a GTI. I don't remember what the base model is, but I know you can. I think it's nearly like thirty k. Mm-hmm. I want to say this one was like, like twenty three new at the max. <laughs> and it's, it's probably gonna hold its value worse than the golf is. it is gonna uh, again don't buy it new but like second hand the value is gonna go down a lot more yeah, so yeah. if you want to do that and their warranties are like second to none and i was looking at that because i've been thinking that's kind of what it was is i was like ooh, what if i got a gti next and whatever i do although i do really want to keep my car i want to be one of those people that i've told you this before i want to be one of those people that takes their diesel whatever volkswagen like three hundred thousand miles and it keeps going and it's really nice for some reason and just sits in their garage i want to be that guy but if i were to i was like what would be like you're kind of textbook, not doing too much, where it's like, oh, you get your first job. You know, some weird fantasy I made up in my head. I was like, ooh, what would I do? And I was like, golf GTI, because it's like the next step up. And then, like if it were new. Okay. And then I was like, this is equally as good. I mean, it's not perfect. It's not all the way up there, but it's, like, it's pretty damn good. I don't know. I just like that car a lot. Speaking of the Stinger, I have more. Speaking okay. of the Stinger, apparently no one's buying them in the U.S. I'm not that surprised. I'm not I either. Guess. Because, like, I feel like if someone in the U.S. wanted kind of, like, a pretty mean sedan, you know, that's still, like, kind of practical and stuff, they'd probably buy a Charger. Yes. The other thing, I think, is the fact that it's very hard for someone still to spend 50k on a kia because if you plus it up all the way, it's about 50 grand, which is a lot, period, but it's also a lot for a kia. Again, secondhand options are available. Yeah, and like it's 20K like, less. <laughs> if they're paying that much, it's like, for the charger, you could have a V8. Even though the V6 is turbocharged yeah. and probably faster. It's and like, handles better. It's still a V6. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I could see why it's not selling well. And but, it's a Kia still. And it's yeah, like, and like, ooh, ah. what's that? The other problem I with that, I hope they don't pull it out. I hope, that's I the hope problem. I hope they let it 
gain its following. You know? Well, the problem with it is they might not do another one. Damn it. Ever. Really? That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Ugh. There's a lot of news outlets and stuff I've seen reporting like, uh, this may be it. Because theoretically, if you're Hyundai, uh, I mean, it's, you've got the chassis already. They already put it under the G70. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, eventually, once that brand gets a bit more recognition, what's it, which it's getting now. And we mm-hmm. saw that one today. I was so excited. That's just <laughs> yeah. me recognizing it anyway. But they're going to, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen on the chassis. Well, if they're still basically making it, but it's a Genesis instead, yeah. then I'm not too upset. But it was really cool because the styling was like pretty, pretty And it's a liftback. It's super low. And I like yeah. a liftback. That's why I like that Buick Regal. Oh, that was another thing. My car got hailed on pretty badly. So um, I went to, <laughs> I went to, you know, they're like, oh, we'll give you a rental car. They call me up. <clears throat> Are you coughing? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, they call me up and I was like, <laughs> they're like, well, you're a tra- we moved insurance companies and they give you a lot more for your money. Um, it seems to be, but um, I was like, yeah, like you know, like what can I get? And they go, well, you're covered for pretty much everything. And I was like, I think I said I was like, can I get like, like a what, what's the premium one? I was looking on their website. I was like, what kind of car is that? And they were like, I was like, is that like a like premium? You know, like is that just some you know a three twenty i or like a base three series or base like ATS or whatever? And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, probably something like that. And I was like. Okay, cool, cool, you know, whatever. And then I looked on their website again, and it said premium for them counted as a Nissan Maxima. Let me be honest, with the shit I've said about Nissan in the past, um, you know, that's just like a nail in the coffin. I guess technically it's the same class of car because it is like a full-size sedan, you know? It's a full sedan that costs about $30,000. 30 to 40. Yeah. It's definitely costs a lot less, but... Maybe in well, some, maybe maybe if they some get people's the, minds, it's like equivalent. Well, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to call them back and say, hey, can I get a specific car? And like I said, speaking of the Regal GS, I just think they're cool. Because it's like, you know, V6, fast, and, you know, flappy pedals. That'd, That'd be cool. Or I was like, what I, when we say we looked up and I was like showing you and I was like, hey, how about a Tesla? Forgetting I have no reason, no way to charge it for three days. <laughs> um, or the three, or, rough, the yeah. three or four days I'm supposed experience to have it. the EV experience here. Where the guy, yeah, it'd be awesome. And then I just go, oh, I'm stuck in the middle of uh, the highway. Oh, this is great. <laughs> I could probably charge on a campus if the chargers are still working, but I don't want to deal with that. And then um, he also said, oh, well, my, we, I guess the way I sounded on the... I drive a Golf, okay? Mm. I have no reason to be acting like this. But I guess the way I said it on the phone, I was like, is that just as in, I'm assuming? I was like, yeah. is that just like a ATS or like a 3 Series? The guy was like, we can get you like a premium SUV. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't care. I was oh, just yeah. like, That's funny. I was like, if it's the same price on my deductible, like, fuck sir, it. Sir, it's a problem, not? we'll, we'll pull out the Bentley. <laughs> yeah, can you, yeah, can you pump me up to an S63 AMG? Right. That'd be nice for three days. Actually, that'd be pretty cool. And if it is interesting, let's be honest, even if it's not based on the title of this show and channel, even if it's not interesting... Probably make a video with it. I've got it for like three or four days. I'd really love to, and I'd love to play it off as if we've received it from the manufacturer, giving it us a review copy. (laughs) I do not. He said something. There was something in the like thing I designed or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it was like I think they have recorders in them now. Really? Which honestly, good on them. It makes it easier for us. We'll just pull the tape out. Yeah. Which (laughs) hey, can I have a copy of that SD card or whatever? Whatever. I'm gonna make my roommates let me garage it, but. (laughs) <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're still on Genesis. I forgot. Speaking of Genesis, okay. the configurator on their website, if you are in quarantine oh, yes. and you are not doing anything, uh, one thing to do I've had a lot of fun with doing is just going to car websites and configuring things. Aston Martins, 
insane amount of customizability. It's like down to the stitching, down to the secondary. It's awesome. And you get a big printout that you can like save PDF and make your wallpaper and stuff. Mm -hmm. That one's cool. Hyundai's for Genesis is insane. It's, it's go yeah. Yeah, I was looking at it's it's 3D. It's yeah. fully rendered like nearly photorealistic 3D yeah. and they 3D render some of the buildings around yeah. it. Yeah. And you can totally like freely swivel around the camera yeah. and on the interior everything's 3D rendered yeah. in your browser. And it's it we're not so crazy. And I'm not even talking about like obviously car websites you can go like oh 360 view. No, it's like a video game. Yeah, in, yeah, like it's Chrome on my computer. Render, like, it's so bizarre. And you can click stuff. Like you can make the wipers move and like turn on the interior lights and shit like that. You, you can make the sunroof so move. much effort into that. I'm it's like, awesome. I, no, it's great for it's all great. their models. That's like, you just go. Ooh, do I want? And you can change. I think you can change the like landscape. You can make it like night or day, so you can see how really? your paint, quote unquote, oh. is gonna look. It's like when get, I pull up to the nightclub. What I'm yeah, like, how am I gonna look when I when I pull up to the daycare to pick up my kid or whatever? How am I gonna look like? How am I, gonna I don't look know why that was the next thing. When I I'm valeting it or taking my child to the daycare, because people exactly. valet their cars, don't have time to be at home. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're saying? It's a very rough world out there, David. That's quite so, well, a divisive thing to say. Now everyone's at home because of the virus. The virus. The pandemic. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking of the pandemic, yes. I was thinking, what car should you buy if you want to keep yourself safe from the pandemic? Because we are. We are a car podcast, yeah, right? A, tank. a car show. And so um, if you happen to con get, get into contact with the coronavirus, what is your uh, what car if you own it will likely keep you alive the most? So like what what car gives you the best chance of survival? Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, in this like post-apocalyptic yes. environment, what car should you buy that that keeps you alive the longest? Um and David's been on the internet recently. <laughs> With some, let me let me put a disclaimer. With some very shoddy statistics, but they are good statistics. They're coming from this show, and let me just tell you, you should take what we say as gospel. Dear God, please do not. <laughs> I just I don't want to be held accountable. You know what? You can't be held accountable. It's fine. Anyway, uh, comedy show, comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take what we say as gospel and believe it. I think you should you should watch out if you own any one of these three brands: Lexus, <laughs> Buick, and Cadillac. Be careful, guys, okay? Because compared to Mazda and Volkswagen, for example, you are about 325% more likely to die of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, that means kind I'm of. saved. I'm safe. My whole family. Yeah, no, you're completely fine. So age isn't even a factor. My dad's 61. And he, yeah, exactly. So he'll be fine. Because he drives a Volkswagen. So be because he drives a Volkswagen. It's definitely not fine. based on age and who wow, buys Wow, it's a good thing my mom didn't get the, that CTS or ATS, whatever she's looking at. She'd be in the dumpster. Good, right? thing she got a, <laughs> <laughs> good thing she got the Tiguan instead. Exactly. Wow, that's good. What about your parents? How, where, where does Toyota and Nissan rate on there? Oh, where is that? Oh, Toyota's about middle of the pack. Okay, what about Nissan? Nissan. Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, it's actually doing a little better than average. Okay, good, good. So Japanese cars are okay. They're right in the middle. Well, apart, apart from so. Mazda. Well, where do you rank in there? Mazda is like fucking. You're least likely great. to die. We've seen this graph. It's fantastic um, that we've created. Basically, well, I've got a Ford and a Mazda. To split the difference, what car so, company does that put you at? What's the middle? We're gonna go by this as gospel. Ford, wait, hold what on. is the middle between Mazda and Ford? Tell me, David. Wait, I have to do this correctly. Hold on. Ford, Volkswagen, BMW, Jeep, Toyota. Nissan Chevrolet, Dodge Subaru, Q4, 
Kia, Hyundai, Honda Infinity. Either a Honda or an Infinity. That is the average between a Ford and a Mazda. I've never heard anything better. Does that mean all the dudes who rip down this tollway by my house at 3 a.m. and Hondas and Infinities are they're they're not? How do, you, how do I how do I become a douche driver from like too reasonable? You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Because Ford, the best drivers, unless it's a truck, or Mazda, the best drivers, unless it's like a CX-9 because they seem to be all over the road. Um, what? I don't know. You've got a Miata and a Fiesta. Who, who do you think? What car brand do you think has the best drivers? Volvo. <laughs> That's yeah. Or Saab, the Swedes. Saab. Well, not mm-hmm. anymore because Rip Saab. But I'm thinking like that kind of. I know who the worst drivers are. I know that one right off the bat. Super Nissan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> every single day, I drive a different one every time. I get cut off by an Altima. Alta almost <laughs> rear-ends me. It's got dents all along the side. It's missing hubcaps, that which is, is already a red flag. It does always seem to be Nissan. Versas. Versas. Centras. Centras the, what's the little one? The Pathfinder? That thing? It does always seem to you be Nissan. You see Ethan's Mustang before he got rid of it? Clearly the kicks is going to be ruined in a week. <laughs> <laughs> that Mustang, I'll have you know, is ruined by age and neglect. Ethan's that he did. probably a fine driver. <laughs> yeah, that <he> <laughs> the age of neglect that he did to his own car. <laughs> exactly. My favorite part about it was like, I don't remember if you saw it. This is a friend of ours. We mentioned this before. When I just, brief opinion about the Nissan. I don't know if you're, don't worry about it. It, it, it was an opinion. We'll leave it like that. Uh, you know, find it. I think it's episode eight or something like that. If you want to listen to that. But anyway, a friend of ours recently got a, he had an SN95, which is like 98 to like whatever, 2003 Mustang. But um, it was super beat up. A leaky exhaust, you know, it was just his, uh, basically get him through high school and college car, which it did. Well, I mean, he's graduated, whatever, well done, he's got a new car. But my favorite thing about it was, like, I'm pretty sure either him or the previous owner, like, opened the door in the wind, and it went all the way and, like, bent the front fender, which I see sometimes. And it's like, there's like a, there was a carve out in the front, the driver's (laughs) side fender, because someone opened the door and it just, the wind took it past the hinge point. Yeah, yeah. Love it. I happened to a friend of mine. She had a XJ Cherokee, like the old square ones. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that thing was that thing was a riot. My my dad had a similar thing happen, but it didn't fold all the way over where it actually damaged the body. Yeah, but it broke that like the that like joint holding that's in one. There. Yeah. yeah, and so you had to like fix that. That's dude. When that stuff he happens, so it's insane. Stuff. Yeah. He was like, I just opened the door, and then it just <laughs> fucking flew. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you gotta watch out. What, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the other thing, the great thing about that one girl with the XJ is when it was in high school, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, I think she had put a bit of money together when she was gonna graduate before she went to off to college. She was gonna try to get a different car, just anything better. That thing was trashed. I loved it. I was like, I'd give you money for it because the reason was she put it into like you know Auto Trader KBB one of those. Yeah, yeah. And it was in fair condition, like it was the bottom you know yeah, yeah, percentage. Yeah. It said negative. Which means oh, you'd have man. to pay someone to take it off of you. Jesus, I really, the, I really like those. I think they're they're starting to be even more of a falling behind them. Yeah, because people realize how cheap they are for like an off road vehicle. Yeah, there's a division in some like desert racing kind of classes. There's like a class uh-huh. for them. It's really, called, uh, I think it's called Jeep Speed. Jeep Speed. That's what it's oh, called. I've heard about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's usually. I mean, there's probably a few different classifications within Jeep Speed, but there's basically one where it's just like a regular xj <laughs> that you just 
They're great. Through. I like yeah. them. I, I've wanted one for long, a long cool. time. They look good. The I other mean. thing is they're the most adaptable car. The reason being, yeah. <laughs> one of my neighbors, uh, or when I was growing up at my parents' house, he had one that was like super lifted, fenders cut out, like mm -hmm. rock crawler. Yeah. Then you move into, you know, your sort of daily two-wheel drive, you know, male Jeeps. There's There was a lot of XJs around where I live. It's pretty rural when I was growing up as male Jeeps. Mm -hmm. Then you kind of move into the other side of that where I remember um, I was riding around like Denton, Texas or something uh, late one night just with friends on motorcycles and um, uh, a guy flew past us in one and then he took his foot off the gas and we heard and we were like that's that. <laughs> that's not stock so we chased him down yeah yeah and he was actually going to his apartment and okay. he gets out and we're like what did you do to this yeah yeah he gets out with his girlfriend he's like oh, turbo thing cost him like no money and it that's was a great. manual i think it was a straight six manual yes and he was just whipping it around and we follow him it was super cool and then you take that one step further You've got your street car. What do you do next? Race car. So one of the first Lemons races I did or went to, mm -hmm. a team had one of them. It was a two-door one. Got to have the rigidity. Yeah. They slammed it. I mean, slammed it. Like the fenders were almost touching the wheels on the inside. Oh, my God. Cut off the exhaust. I think it was an automatic. That thing won, like, A-class, the fastest Jesus, class. Really? That was... Like the best car out there. Do you is there it's, a following for people who like slam them and street them? I've never seen that. I've Could you imagine a VIP one? <laughs> That'd be beautiful. I think. That'd be amazing. With, like twenty twos on it. So. Oh, speaking of twenty twos, I just want to throw a throw some. <clears throat> I just want to throw something out about like uh, you know how people lifted trucks. We live in Texas, you know. I get it. I understand it. I yeah. like some of them. The thing that's the worst they do is. You know, you can make fun of them. You go, okay, it's a lifted truck. It's got bigger tires. And hopefully they're road tires for the sake of noise. But, you know, you go like, hey, why are you putting, you know, off-road tires on the street car? The worst thing is, and I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen when they do street tires on big rims? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone was doing that with their lifted F-350, towing a gooseneck trailer, towing <laughs> something with that. And he blew out the, like, paint-thin rim of a tire that was all the way around it. It was on the way here. And I was like, Oh my God. Good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> Either pick one thing. Don't try to combine stuff. It's so like people weird. lower their trucks. I don't understand that. I, I understand. Mean, there was a nineties thing. I don't know how that's coming back. It was a Hispanic thing. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. People lowering know. their trucks. I mean, I don't want to be racy with this one, but is that a culturally thing? I, I don't know. It maybe is it like is a cultural thing. I'm trying to think. I think I had, yeah, there's actually no, I mean, there. I'm not, Again, I'm not lo lo uh, dumping it into one th category either, but I was like, I'm pretty sure a friend of mine who is Hispanic did that to his truck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. There that, you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like like the thing with the other, whatever I was talking about earlier, like, uh, doesn't matter. Like the thing I was talking about earlier. Yeah, this one person did it. So it's true for everyone. Absolutely. That's, that's what it is. That's what we're taking as golfs. And Serbs drive uh, Miatas. That's what it is. Miatas and golfs. And Ford Fiestas, apparently. Yeah. In your case, yeah. I'm looking at some uh, lowered. What the fuck is this? 1989 Jeep Cherokee Trackhawk. Oh, it's, oh, fake. it's a render someone did. What? Oh, that looks cool though. Yeah, so uh, there's an account I follow. David just found the photo. Hopefully, try to post it and get better at that. Haha, <laughs> still need to do that. But anyway. <laughs> Good one. I <laughs> know. Uh, uh, check us out on Instagram. Follow us at, at Uninteresting Cars. But uh, so there's a guy who does these renders of like. Uh, old versions of modern versions of cars and mm. there's a guy who did a really cool render uh, David just found it but it's it's basically like what the Cherokee XJ would look like if it was a Trackhawk variant in the you know 80s or 90s or whatever it does look cool yeah it's pretty cool it's got like these really neat rims on it yeah. too 
Save that photo. Yeah. Okay. So I can post it later. I'm gonna open that in a detail. Okay, here we go. Oh, is this the lemon scar that you're talking about? Yes, that that's it. It's so low, man. Oh my Save god. Save that as low. well. That thing is insane. That's so cool. It's green. I forgot what their team name was, but it is an inch off the floor. That is. It really is. Low. It is. That, that thing is really. I would low. call that slammed. That, I know people yeah. are thinking, oh, my Honda Civic slammed. No, that you don't even know slammed until you've seen an XJ Cherokee lower than a. I mean, like even if it's N. not quite as low as like a really slammed Honda Civic, this thing was never meant to be slammed. Yes, this, that's this lower is to than me my more car. Impressive, oh yeah, that fucking insane, dude. <laughs> what was I gonna? Oh, oh, hey, new car advice, buyer advice for all of you listening. Oh, um, yes. Which I think we give the best on. We're getting pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it just gets better with age. Don't buy a Cadillac, a Lexus, right. or a Lincoln, or whatever. Just buy a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, buy a Jeep Cherokee. Lower it. But I was going to say, actual buying advice. If you are the sort of person who doesn't really care about cars, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast, but thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> you know, come here for the entertainment. Leave with some knowledge, in theory, although we don't really dish out knowledge. I digress. Anyway, um, I was looking the other day um, on cars.com, and I know we've mentioned the uh, Mitsubishi Mirage. Yeah. I like it as a car. Mm-hmm. A little three-cylinder, buzzy three-cylinder, kind of crap suspension setup, really soft, but kind of good looking, but it looks a little cack, but like it's cutesy. It's good. However, new, I think they're like 13, 14, 15 in that area, that kind of yeah. you know cheap entry car level. But if you go to any car website, like name them, you know, cars.com is one I use a lot just because there's a lot there, but AutoTrader, you know, other websites are available. Um, Please sponsor us. Anyway, <laughs> if you go look on it and you do new car and select uh, price U.S. like nationwide, and you go new car and you do value uh, price lowest, you gotta get past the crap ads on any of these things where it's like a dollar for an F three fifty. Like obviously mm-hmm. that's not right. Yeah, yeah. The amount of Mitsubishi Mirages that are sold super cheap is insane. And when I tell you like super cheap, like insane, they're about fifteen new. The ones I was looking at MSRP is listed. Mm-hmm. Dealers right now, because of a slew of issues, currently the pandemic, I mean, they're pretty cheap like this. I've seen them anyway. Mm. Um, the fact that Mitsubishi is doing horribly in this country, yeah. and just as a company, they seem to have lost the plot, but like, whatever. I do hope they bring do something, because the Evo was pretty cool. I when want it was out. them back. I do. I want them to be back in the slew, uh, the, back in the swing of things. But, Starian. Uh, yeah, the Starian. That's probably my favorite that, Those are cool. It's like a Supra, but... Uh, not it's like actually something different <laughs> um different than rx2 but anyway there is a mitsubishi mirage there's actually a lot of them at multiple dealerships selling for 15 about 14 or 15 msrp with dealer markups sorry dealer markdowns of eighty five hundred dollars eighty five hundred dollars it's and it brings the whole price of the car it might not have been that much it was very new it was seventy five hundred eighty five hundred i'm not good at math but that plus any incentives they give brings the value of a brand new car full warranty now, I know it's a Mirage, not a lot of options, but I mean, you get standard stuff like governmental related stuff, like you know, backup camera, you get like a navigation screen because it's cheaper than putting it in the mirror, blah, blah, blah. Manual, which would be better in that car, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. $7,500. A brand new car. It blows the money, you can get something yeah. new. Brand new. I- I'm just, I'm blown away. And it's even crazy. it's not even the cheapest one because it yeah. was the sedan one which is more money yeah, yeah. it's the same chassis the i think one. it's f- fugly as hell to be honest I but hate like the sedan. Absolutely. i think the hatchbacks kind of got it but it, it's a whole car $7500 like $7500 which you pay for like i don't even know i mean like i'm trying to think of like a slew of secondhand purchases 
where you go, that's a good used purchase, and it'd be like ten grand, like a Camry, a couple year old Cam, a few year old Camry, because they hold their value pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's like ten grand still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like most cars are like close to a ten grand Which when you're looking at that kind of thing. You can get for seventy five hundred. I mean, you can get. A you, there's fair a amount. lot you can get. Well, you're but gonna you're, have to go a little older, probably. Like, yeah. I don't and know then, what, you, what else you can get. Like, yeah, I mean, you probably have to go like ten years old to be, you know, relevant, mm-hmm. you know, price wise, and then you know, it's for a nice one. And what I mean by that is like, there's obviously a lot of stuff under seventy five hundred dollars, but if you wanted yeah, a, yeah. a younger car. That was perfectly nice. It it blows my mind. No, obviously, if you spend seventy five hundred dollars on a used car that's older, you're gonna get a lot more options. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot more stuff. But I mean, you could buy seven really shitty LS four hundreds for that money. True, and, and they'll be just them all reliable. together into one working. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You could, Except could you really probably still wouldn't get the dash working because I hear those. Pretty- yeah. Mine worked on the one I had. I was really oh, surprised. Well, Nothing nice. was out on it. Apart from the fact that for whatever reason the tail light light would come on and go like tail lights out and it wasn't. Other than that, ten it's out of ten. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, the Japanese are horrible with electronics, as we know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm blown away by this. You probably have to cut out some of these spaces in the audio, but like I just can't believe like a brand new car in 2020 is seventy five hundred dollars. It's a car that they have to sit there, they design it, they build it, they facelift it, they bring it over here on an enormous ship from Japan. Yeah. They import it, they put it on a truck, they take it wherever. I'm bl- it's it's crazy that that's an imported car too. Yeah, you know, all it, those all those fees everything. for doing that. It's, but. they don't even make it in Japan. They make it in Thailand, I think. Mm. Which again, you run into some things like I haven't seen on cars in a while, which it's like. It's not painted all the way. It's primed on like the underside of the hood and painted on the top. It saves I mean, money. It's it's absolutely made to make that, to make that market to make that. Yeah, that's what it's amount. for. And it's just like. But it's funny because it it makes that dollar amount at fifteen, and then the dealers can't sell it for that, and they sell it for less. Yeah, it's I mean, almost that's kind of like, showing you how people don't either like this car or don't like smart cars or don't like hatchbacks. Yeah, it's going back to what we're talking about. It's just like it's an odd thing. It might be different. I mean, I almost wonder like if it handled really well. Would I have bought one? You know, whatever. I probably want it. The problem I have about secondhand, secondhand market for those like in a few years' time. Those would be, I think, really good future lemons cars. Those would be really good first cars. Yeah, for a lot of people. For a lot of people, I mean, they're, probably they're pretty cheap. reliable, good on fuel. The only problem manual you run into, teach, you uh, learn on manual. Good. What? You could learn manual on it. Yeah, you could learn it and then just sell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the other thing, I think the um, the biggest problem with them, honestly, is it is a three cylinder, which is fine. Ford do that, mm-hmm. but if you get a Fiesta with a three cylinder, it makes a little bit more power, I think, than the four cylinder. Technically, you know, it's got a hair dryer attached to it or whatever. The problem with these, is they're naturally aspirated, so you're making double digit horsepower. They're which in U.S. on American roads is stupid slow. Is yeah. scary. No, I would. Yeah. And then, U.S., you're going to get a CVT because you live in the U.S. and you want an automatic, which makes the 0-60 to 60 time atrocious. Yeah, Not like it was good to begin with, but, you know, compare that to a Fiat 500, same kind of size of car. That thing makes 100 horsepower even. I think it's pretty much perfect. Yeah, I, I mean, like, below a certain horsepower, like, I don't personally care about horsepower that much. I don't either. I think, you know, there's a whole range of horsepowers where you can have a really fun car. But below a certain amount, I'm like, this is, it's a hard sell. Because yeah. now you're having a hard time getting up to speed, yeah. and you're just really asking a lot for it. And I mean, this has to be really low for me. I've got really low standards, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable taking, like, 20-year-old sloppy seconds. It's fine. Because <laughs> even your Fiat with 100 horsepower, I was like, it's also the weight matters, too. Right? Yes. 100 horsepower, if it, if it's in like a 3,000-pound car, 4,000-pound yeah. car, it's not going to be enough. No. But 100 horsepower in that car, that was enough, and it was still fun. 
just you know yeah it's like it could use a little more i remember you but drove it, it was from... enough and it was a hoot because it yeah. was like you're really like in it all the time yeah and that's fun too yeah it's great because i remember so. you drove it and you were slam shifting it, it so funny. <laughs> you're like people are like this is like kind of one of the we kind of don't didn't know each other that long and we were going to like we we're going to a formal because yes. extracurricular blah 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 but we were going that we had four people in the car as well we we're going down the highway mm-hmm. <laughs> hey can i slam downshift it the car was like two grand and i was like go for it and he's just like <laughs> dumping it into third no clutch and he's like and he turns around i think i was in the back so he's like pretty good and I was like, all right set out of 10 fun, yeah. more power to you that thing was great but dude 74 horsepower is not a lot is that how much i it's think got? it's 74 not enough not enough. i don't care it sounds really it cool because it's three cylinder but it's also God. like eh. jesus because I remember the original Chevy Spark, the one we got here first. I know they're different. They're called a bunch of things overseas, um, but um, and they have smaller engines than we get here. It's a very mm-hmm. American problem. Is like why we don't get small cars. The fact yeah. that the engines have to be bigger, and yeah. then you trade mileage for that, and then it's like, eh, yeah, what's the point? But you know, we we do have. It's very spread out. We have a lot of highways, but I know the Chevy Spark, the original one. Like I think it was like a one point two five. Uh, yeah, and it, it made double-digit horsepower, and it was it was a tall order for that car. It was more than the than the Mirage, but um, you know, still the same kind of thing. The new one has a lot more uh, power. Luckily, I think the new one looks really good. I don't know if you've seen it. I like the, a lot of those cheap little cars. The Chevy Spark. Spark. Yeah. The only problem with it is, it, whenever they do those cheap cars, is you know you have issues like the Mirage. It doesn't handle very well. But if you make one that handles well and it looks good and you can do some stuff to it, and then I think it's great. There's a lot of people I follow um, on Instagram in Europe who have like uh, cars we don't get here. Like there, there's one guy who's a really cool Hyundai i10, which is I mm-hmm. think um, a step or two below the, um, gosh, the Elantra, whatever they call it there. I think it's an i30, and it, it's kind of like this, uh, kind of like your Volkswagen up. Yeah. Volkswagen. It's smaller than a Polo, so smaller than a Fiesta. It'd be like a Ford uh, Ka. I like how these things look a lot. They look really good. The, the Ford Ka looks good. I10, I20, I30. Is that yeah, yeah, they're yeah. naming it over there? I That's think those all look really good. I don't know. Yeah. They got an interesting face to them. Like, those look good. The Ford Ka looks good. I love the Volkswagen Up. I wish they had it here. I would have one in a heartbeat, especially the GTI version. Ford Ka. Yeah. It's a good looking little car. I also remember, you want some trivia? This is some like, uninteresting trivia. Do you well, like this older one with, like, the really mad? Uh, I drove that a lot in Gran Turismo. They're hilarious looking. Yeah. Oh, they look really sad though. The front. Yeah, they do look kind of. Oh like, no! I'm so sad. What have you done to it? I'm so upset that I'm a Ford Ka. It looks that, like it's been mistreated. It does. It's really sad. My Which favorite, they probably are most of the time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for the amount of money they cost. My favorite was the. Uh, they had some commercials for those overseas in Europe. Um, I think it was in the UK because they were pretty popular. It was called the. Uh, they had the Sport Ka. Oh. It was like it was all painted. They didn't have the plastic bumpers and they nice. were black. Um, I don't know if we can post these ads if I can find them. If you can find it now, watch it, because I want to see your reaction, but um, they are some great ads. Put in YouTube. Put in... Okay, put in I'll look it up. Make YouTube. Make, make David watch it. Cut a bit of this out. Yeah, okay, so... Ford's um, Evil Twin Commercials? Is yes, that that Ford is? Evil Twin Commercials. They had these. They're old. I remember seeing them on Top Gear. How is it going to work if I'm recording and then playing a... We'll just put your general Whatever. reaction. We'll, fuck it. we'll figure this out in the edit, yeah. but anyway. So watch this. I just want to hear your general reaction. Make we'll sure post we it on the Instagram so you can wait, watch it. Again, this will be better when we do a bit of a bit more video things. We can sort of cut into things. Okay. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that it? That's sad. 
That's the whole ad. That's the ad. The Cars Evil one? Twin. Oh, this one's great, too. Oh, wait. Is it about to guillotine this cat's head off? With the sunroof? Oh dear god! What? It actually did! <laughs> it actually did! <laughs> this went this went on in public television. Yes, they got some flack for it, as you can imagine. What? Yeah, so it's basically uh, a Ford cap with a sunroof. Cutting off a cat's head. It actually... Because I, that was the, a joke. I said that as a joke. Yeah, you did. You called it beforehand. Like the thing with the James Bond movie. That was hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think That's it's a great commercial. Insane. I just think it's hilarious. Wow. That one on a public... Yeah, of course, they I guess. They really did that. Yeah, the Ford Sport Cat. Sport Cat. Did it cause evil twin? <laughs> I remember seeing that on Top Gear. God, they were funny. What, what, what did the Sport Cat have to make it Sport Cat? Black sport bumpers. Cat. And a spoiler. I Is think that, that was it. I don't think it was any faster. Any engine? I don't really think so. I don't know much about it, but I'm pretty sure it was the same car. You can look it up if you want. I kind of like them. They're cool-looking cars. I mean, I remember they had one um, in... Do you remember when we were watching Quantum of Solace? The desert one. She rolls mm -hmm. up in that little... It was supposed to be hydrogen. That was when the Ford Edge came out. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's seen Quantum of Solace, the uh, Bond film. I like it. I heard it's one of the not very well-rated ones, but... Um, Ford Edge came out and they just got basically a Ford sponsorship throughout because I think they owned Land Rover so you know you get Range Rover in there too and then Ford Edge came out there were a bunch of hydrogen ones and then they had a they had a car in it but this was kind of a time where another small car had just come out do you know what you know what chassis it shares the sport car or not the sport car but that newer Ford car do you know what the underpinnings are the same as oh god I can run now Fiat 500 what? And the and to a certain extent, then the Fiat Panda because they're all the same car. Yeah. Yeah, they were sharing stuff back and forth. Damn, that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Huh. What? This is so weird. Okay, sorry. I'm on street car and sport car. Was street, car, street car had, just think, the regular car. I think they had the car, the street car, or the street car and the sport car. Sport car. I don't think we're gonna be talking about the Ford car this much. It's a very interesting it. car if you've ever heard of it. It's a very tiny little Ford. Streetcar sport car. I think the streetcar had like different colored bumpers because it was supposed to be like different. No, what? what? It says it was the convertible one. Oh, yeah, they had a convertible one too. What? I forgot about that. Why do I really like that? I don't know. It's awful. But like in the <laughs> best way. You know what it looks it like? It looks like a TT and a bug and the, the Cooper, you know, the Cooper convertible? Yeah, that weird thing. All put together. None of them are good-looking cars. No. The car doesn't even look that good. <laughs> but I think together. It looks like... hideous in the best way. Yes. <laughs> it fits the car, I think. It's a befitting image to oh that. Oh, my God. That's crazy. You know, it looks like it could almost be uh, mid-engine. Yeah, it does. It's got that... It looks like a Dachotsu Copen. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah it's it got that look, look about it. The original one is a kind of bubbly, round, tiny I'd love shape. to... If someone put a mid-engine, someone made this mid-engine, that'd be so cool. There you go, put that on an MR2 chassis. Looking at chassis swaps or whatever we were talking about a couple yeah. weeks ago. Job done. There it is. God. I'm trying to see... Oh! Both Street Cot and Sport Cot received a new 93 horsepower 1.6 liter 8-valve Duratec petrol engine. 93. I feel like that's a good amount for that car. That's though. sporty. I, I mean, know. yeah, it's enough, probably. I don't know how much it weighs, but Fiat had 101 at the crank which was a lot less when it got to the wheels but hey nonetheless that's the other thing I didn't even think about it. going back to the Mirage 74 horsepower at the crank what is that by the time it gets to the wheels three 
<laughs> One horsepower per cylinder. Mitsubishi Mirage. Anyway. I like that you keep, like... It's like inspiration, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so David has just picked up... Um, long story short, when I was buying my Genesis, or my mother was buying her Sonata a few years ago, I think it was 2016, I was, or it was around 2016, 2017, they had a bunch of a... Oh, I'm going to read a bit of this. This would be a great thing to end on. Um, I, bought, I brought the Genesis Coupe... Uh, brochure home because I knew they were going to stop making it and I was sad and I really wanted one. I then went and bought one like a year later. Um, but there's uh, a Hyundai Sonata 2017 and uh, Hyundai Genesis Coupe 2016 uh, brochures that they sell at the dealership uh, or I guess just sit there um, that are sitting in my room and David found the Sonata one. Does it say anything interesting? It does. Does it? Sonata is sleeker too. Its fluidic sculpture design achieves the lowest drag coefficient of any non-hybrid in the midsize section segment. Ooh, that's a sexy bunch of words right uh, there. Non-hybrid, non-hybrid in the mid-size midsize section. midsize with a displacement from 1.5 to 3.0 liters. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just keep going and Under, layering it yeah, on there. Yeah, it's very specific. I really love car marketing, like the way they do some of this stuff. It's just like some of it you can tell is a bit of a stretch. So I've got the Gen Coupe brochure, as I said. Let me read you some of the gems from this one. This is on the first page. <clears throat> In bolded font. To whoever invented asphalt, we say thank you. <laughs> it really says that. It really says that. And wow. the next to it's a photo of a Gen Coupe. You can tell it's like stationary, but they've edited it to have be doing a burnout. Mm. I don't yeah, know why. If it was actually moving, I'd be a fast burnout. Yeah, also the... Yeah, dude. The, the fucking <laughs> motion blur Jesus. behind it. Dude, a burnout at 120 mile an hour. <laughs> that's God, I love this. That's Genesis for you. That is Genesis. The beginnings. Uh, Any more gems in that book? Consider... Now that you have the facts, consider how Sonata makes you feel. Oh, Italian music. Italian Korean music car. I think it's like, oh, it's got the 1.6 liter twin scroll. Crave even more turbo power. Yes. I just like the, those, these crave. I'm yeah. craving a Sonata. I'm craving a Sonata. Um, so this one, you know, Genesis, com- Genesis Coupe comes in three flavors. I know I've mentioned it before. I'm not going to go over it. Uh, here's another gem from this one over here. Again, in bold font, page header. Turn your daily commute into a Gran Turismo. <laughs> it's like, it says use Gran Turismo like, like in a... Like oh we're being Italian yeah it's, it's like a it's like a weeaboo but for Italians you yes. know what I mean they go oh GT oh lovely that if, means if Italian if it's like if it was like a GTR like a three seventy Z magazine and it's like say domo arigato <laughs> to your new whip <laughs> that's just I what it makes me think of <laughs> I want to open a car company just to hire you to say put that in an ad <laughs> honestly if they did that for uh, the new GTR in 10, 15 years when it comes out. God, that'd be great. Or the 370Z. Oh, my God. I just... Okay. I know you, you said this before. This is, like, their slogan for a minute. Yeah. Live comfortably within your means. It's just kind of sad. I don't know. I, did they actually say that? Hold on. I like how it says, live comfortably within your means, period. Very, Very comfortably. comfortably. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's a shit advertisement. That's like saying you can only afford a Hyundai... Might it's as like, well make it okay. We know why you're here. Yeah. I mean, let's not fuck around. There's so much. You're buying a Hyundai. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, you couldn't afford the Accord? Mm, I guess uh, a well, Sonata will do At least you'll you. be mm, pretty comfortable. <laughs> Very comfortable. That's so ass. God, I didn't realize, like... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they, they, I don't know. They're trying. I get it. 
Oh, this is good. <clears throat> Warning, colon. The use of this product may be habit-forming. Oh, that's really cringy. <laughs> that's cringe as fuck. And then underneath, this is my favorite, they've gotten a quote from Edmunds. Yeah. Inside, it's clear the 2015 Hyundai Genesis Coupe was designed for people who like to drive. Okay. I'm going to be honest, when I read that, I th- just thought it said drive, and I was like, yeah, it's a car, you might as well. Designed like- for people who drive their cars. <laughs> Designed to move from one location to another. Yes. Faster than you could walk from that location to the and other. And better than a horse. You know? Actually, okay, this is a bit of thing. I will say this page is particularly good. Aside from the stupid slogan and the bad edited photo over here, they do go through the R spec stuff and they do actually list. They're like, hey, like, we've got these kind of gauges so they look good. Camber mm-hmm. adjustment bolts, tours and limited slip. Brembo brakes. That's all you need to know about yeah. this package. I mean, honestly, like these photos, they, they look pretty alright. I mean, I, I like them. the photos are good. Honestly, I like just th- I just think that's all you need. You know what I mean? Just tell I me what it's yeah. got. Give me like the breakdown of the models. Like, what do I get for the SE or whatever? Yeah. You know, what do I get for the SE yellow SES Type R? Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Which they have. And then, in the and then just somewhere. give me a bunch of photos of them. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think that's the best you could do. I got a question. Pull up the colors page. They have like the colors funny page. names that we've got over here. Also, I want to read you another one. <clears throat> Our ambitions are lofty. We've got an R&D facility at 14,110 feet. What? It's just like they've got a lab on Pikes Peak and they won Pikes Peak once. Oh. Like, which neat. is cool. Which okay. is cool on its own, but like whenever you say it like that, it just sounds like pompous, like you're being an asshole. We've got an R&D facility at 14,000 feet. Okay, cool. Wow. There are whole countries that are higher than that. <laughs> Good thing you're in America. Also, I just want to say... They're talking all this proof about their Pikes Peak car, which I knew I know uh, won in a world. It set a world record. It was pretty impressive. But they're going on about the like uh, the achievement is proof that the 3.8 liter V6 available in your Genesis Coupe is engineered for high horsepower. How high? And then it's like the race version was engineered to 900 horsepower. Yeah, that that engine was bored out to I think 4.2 liters. Yeah. And it's made with a lot more different components. You can't really. That's not an Apple. It says Apple's 90% of the components were based on your Hyundai Genesis Coupe production parts. Based on. Based on. Based on. That's like saying those people you like a horror film and they go based on true events. Yeah, it's it's based on. I mean, the Hyundai engine was a V6. This thing's a V6. And they based bu- <laughs> on the Hyundai engine. Hello? Hey, it's the same brand as it's well. Based, it's got the, uh, it's probably got the same degree angle between them. Based yes. On, based on. Also, it could, wanna... that could, based on could mean anything. Yes. No, I was going to say, like, I'm trying to write, if anyone's listening, I do hope you, hopefully this will come to fruition in, uh, in some amount of time, but I am trying to write a proper, good, new car film replacement for Fast and Furious because... I want something new, and I was like, I think I could do it. And I was like trying to base it on stuff in my life, as in experiences I've had, I can put based on a true story, mm-hmm. even though half the film would just be bullshit. The <laughs> other thing I do want to point out is, I don't know if I just got, you know, fucked over, but yeah. it says it's got three-stage ESC. I'm going to be honest, I can only turn it off or on. I Yeah, I definitely remember that as well. Maybe it's just because I had the base model. I don't know. Is that the is that the race car that they're touting that it's based or that? Yes, it looks based? nothing like. It looks oh like a God, shoe. It, what so it is crazy. is a body. That's a that's a Genesis. It does. I mean, quote unquote. I mean, it's got a body that's like it's kind of like NASCAR where they just put stickers on it that goes Camaro <laughs> or a Taurus. <laughs> it's not. True. They're all the same. You yeah, know? It's that kind of thing. Dude, there's a lot of options. Were you saying ha- about the colors? Oh yeah, do they have any interesting names? Symphony I- Silver. Venetian red, phantom black. S- symphony. 
symphony. The car's already called Sonata. Really, how much more musical tone, like terms do you need with your car colors? You know, I never registered that in my brain that Sonata is a musical term. I think it's funny. A friend of mine took a photo of like every time he sees one, he's like, "Oh, Korean classical music car." Every time he saw me driving on my mom's car, I'm like, "Yeah, fair enough." Are there any of the other cars named like that? I don't think so. Not in the U.S. Anyway, mm. I don't think so. On a Palisade, mm, no. <laughs> Dark truffle. That's the color of my mother's. And she yeah. called it, she, my mother likes to name her car. She's like, I'm going to call it Truffle. I was like, you bought a brown Hyundai. <laughs> she was like, yes. And I was like, it's a nice color, not going to lie. But she was like, it's Truffle. I was like, all right, fair enough. Why did we to be? I don't, I don't know why they, because these, these names, they're not like officially recognized names for no. colors, right? You know what colors it is? Why don't they just name it brown? Because maybe brown's like not good enough. Do people like look at the name and they're like, ooh, dark Truffle. This is different than brown. It's more premium than brown. This is a brown. Yeah, on the I'm not, page. I'm pick, I'm not, I don't want to pick on the the dark truffle. The same she doesn't thing have with the anymore. lakeside blue. She doesn't have any more. My parents are very it's racist. Thirds of Koreans. Just name them black, red, gray, silver, silver other pearl, silver. Just white. I don't know why you need the pearl. We get it. Pearls are white. This is white. The blue, brown, another blue. Yes. Darker blue. Also, by the way. Great names. Uh, I think colors should just be colors. When I said just then, I just got a bit of a quote. I was like, yes, my parents are very racist towards the Koreans. That's a joke. Not actually. The engine blew up my father's soul and he got very upset. I This is going to be great because I know they listen to this. Don't yep. cut any of this out. I think it would be fantastic. Okay, sure. Because I want to go into the Genesis Coupe colors. <clears throat> what color do you think would be white? No. Casablanca white. What does that mean? I don't know. Like Casa... Casablanca, like the film? Is there... I, don't know. I feel like I'm being very uncultured, but I don't know what Casablanca means. Um, it's a just Google it. Uh, here's a, <laughs> I couldn't explain it. I know it's a thing, but I don't remember what. Santiago Silver, Empire State Gray. They're not even. These aren't the same colors. No, no, no. Like, they're different. Uh, my one uh, Caspian Black. That was the color of mine. Remember, because okay. I had to go get a color code. Is that different from Phantom Black? Might be. Who knows? My this is this is a good one. Ibiza Blue. Because <laughs> apparently it's like, you know, being on the island of Ibiza. This is a good one. Tsukuba Red. Which is a track in Japan. Yeah. What does the red look like? Red. That's pretty red. It is actually a very good color, I will say. It's uh, I know Venetian. I've been a... Venetian, this does look darker. It does look darker. I will. I know I'm... Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm quite a proponent of the uh, Genesis Coupe. I know I've mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, you know, I've got a bit of experience, but I think they're good cars. Do you think they'll bring it back? It said the dark truffle is available on 1.6 liter and 2.4 liter trims only. Same yeah, because if you get the posh ones, quote-unquote posh, like the limited or the okay. turbo, they don't let you get that color. My mom had a 2.4, so it wasn't oh. an eco, it was like the base model one, because she just wanted a base car, because mm -hmm. um, it, it had so much more than... Um, that's weird. Whatever she had before that. Oh, she had a Fiat before that. Yeah, it has a lot more equipment even on the base one, and it was cheap, so... Excuse me, she she bought that. The other thing is like I do want to point out on here. Manual transmission. Seventeen uh okay, yeah, here we go. Seventeen city, twenty four highway, nineteen combined. Mm. Yeah, it's more like fourteen or sixteen <laughs> combined in my experience. But you know, hey, to each their own. This is just like I don't know. Oh yeah, we also David and I were looking at this earlier. Uh apparently you could get stripes on a Gen Coupe like you could get on a Mustang, which brought up the like conversation of like what looks good in stripes I and totally we, forgot about we can yeah, only come up with like Dodge Viper. The Viper I think stripes belong on it. Yeah, four G T. That's I mean, what you it, said. It, uh, again, both of those look good without the stripes as well. Yeah. But I think they look just as good with the stripes. A lot of a lot of cars I feel like if you'd put stripes on them, they look shittier. Yeah. They look like they're trying a little too hard. Yeah. I'm just I'm just maybe I should I bet I could look that up. 
Cars with stripes. I don't know. I don't know. I'm agree. trying to think. That's a, that's a hard question. Because there's always, like, the odd Mini Cooper with the checkered the, roof. But the Mustangs cool. always have, oh, like, stripes. I think they look better without them. I personally. think they look better now without them. I think the old ones, the stripes work better. There's something about it. I don't know. Yeah. The new body style yeah. isn't super... It doesn't work that well. Like, in the GT350R and GT350 and whatever. Mm-hmm. Or the new Shelby one. I think they're cool. I just can't think of, like... Oh, they've got stripes on the... Well, I don't... These are, like, non-traditional stripes on the on the Corvette Oh, the right slash here. marks on yeah, the yeah. GM do. Yeah, I forgot about those. Those look all right. I mean, those are kind of cool. It's a new thing. I mean, this old... I mean, that's very classic, right? Well, that's, that's literally fine. a classic. The, the yeah. old... You know, on the old Mustang shirt. Yeah. You know? The dual racing stripes. I don't, not, not that many cars have stripes now. And they're all kind of, like, grayscale colors, which is also annoying. I think we're moving past that, though. I've seen some cool colors from, like, car companies. Yeah. I Especially, like, the Dodge brought back, like, the purple and the green and the orange and the stuff like that like that i like that a lot so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know people don't want to stand out these days but whatever you yeah, get stripes and green now and it's yeah. like, oh i was gonna say try to make some joke i got a i got a white car your car's purple it is yes it's purple For, yeah. i've never seen another one it's weird i mean it, upon first look it looks like like a dark gray but yeah. it definitely is purple if you look at it a little more it's, it's a, like a weird dark purple and the good thing about that is the spoiler on it's black and you can't tell yeah and it's like part of it the other part is or whatever too I'm like yeah nice <laughs> it's a good look purple the thing is I didn't even know it was purple when I had purchased it we like really? brought it home and I was like I thought it was gray because I guess the <laughs> lighting at the time it didn't look quite purple yeah and I was just like oh it's like a dark gray but no, I'm like, this is kind of purple. Yeah. It's a good yeah. color, though. No, I wasn't upset. I was like, man, interesting. I, I mean, haven't seen that color. There's nothing wrong with that. I almost thought, like, after you showed me that, I was like, has it been repainted? But I'm, I looked it up. I Googled it. The color exists. It's yeah. just like, I don't think a lot of people bought high trim Fiestas because yeah, it's yeah. got everything you can get on it. Yeah. For the year, for the year, it's got, it's like the SES model. Yeah. Before the, the, um, the ST came yeah, out. Yeah, that too. So yeah. it's not got the ST stuff. Although it does have the ST spoiler. I think that was put on by someone. It looks good. Point. It looks good. It helps a lot. It's like the new ST line one. Mm. All right. I think we're going to end it there. Um, thank you very much for listening to our journey through, um, you know, buying the right Mirage um, not buying uh, a Nissan again um, and stripes on cars as well as any other consumer advice we've given because I imagine it's the best you've ever heard and you should really live by what we say so again like we said coming up hopefully something with the rental car I get we're going to try to make it interesting dude that guy said I could afford anything I, I really want to yeah. see the zaniest thing I can get and not have to pay Z- money for I really want to see I'm going to call him up again and say can yeah. I order special something stupid they said sports cars, and it was like a V6 Challenger. I was like, you can do better than that. So, <laughs> I mean, even that would be fun. It'd be cool. It'd be something different. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get something I've never driven before. We'll try that. But anyway, more to come on that. Some automation videos, stuff like that. Um, we know you're not commuting. You know, I don't know. Put this up in your house. Listen to us talk. We're very good at speaking. So, you know, good at that. I'd like to say so. Anyway, nonetheless. Uh, anyway, I digress. Follow us again at Uninteresting Cars on Instagram. We're really gonna try posting. Don't have that much else going on. Uh, some messages about the end to end, etc., etc. Um, that was a lot of like buffer, but again, without further ado, thank you very much for listening. I'm Jacob. I'm David. And we'll catch you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> What's it called when it's ten of something? It's not centennial. Is there a word for a tenth anniversary? Decade. The the this.
Despacito. <laughs> oh, that means ten. Oh, I'm recording with that. If you want, a, if you want an outro. Despacito. <laughs> this week in a very special Despacito episode. Yeah. 